be gorgeous. Welcome to Bravo and Please, where we're going to get lit off all the latest going on in the Bravo TV world. This is a safe and uncensored space to discuss our love for everything pop culture and 420 related. So grab your can of goodies and let's get lit. I did it. That was so much cleaner this time and nobody's even here to see it, but hi everyone. It is Tuesday, November 15th and we are live on Bravo and Blues with Jenny Blaze. I wanted to remind everyone that we have a new format for season four. We are live every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. But we are also pushing out the audio podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Every day, noon, Eastern, we're here. Ooh, ooh. And also, if you've tuned in to prior seasons, you may notice that I have a different background. This is temporary. So I'm working on my studio slash office renovations I have like one wall done and it's a lot of work I'm trying to figure out what I want to put on my shelves and it's like blocking me WTF but I also remembered that from my live show my season finale of season three speakeasy and be cool on BravoCon Eve which I have a link to um or I will have a link to in the show notes but one of our sponsors was Her Highness NYC. We had four lucky winners who received a Get Lit Kit. And I'll show you what's in this Get Lit Kit. It's very, very chic, by the way. Look at this box, okay? This is the box. Ooh. Some cute tissue paper. It says lit for queen, lit for a queen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Elevated luxuries for women established 2019. Look at this box. Like, I don't even want to get rid of this box now. Okay, so inside we have it's almost like Lisa Rena lips, right? Lover or hater. Doesn't matter if you love Lisa Rinna or hate her because these lips are cute. Look at that. Smoking on your very ashen in here. Love that. And also, I've never in my life have had or even seen a grinder like this. Chic, so chic. Is this a sign that, you know what? I think this is what I've been hung up on. I don't know what, like, hardware to go with. Because I have some silver, like, there's silver on my desk. The desk leg. Not that anyone cares. But I have silver things, and I'm like, I need to put, when I do the decor for the shelves, it has to be on point. And so this must be a sign that we're going with gold. That is so cute. <gasps> and it even has a little teeth. Oh, you hear that? Listening. Oh, my. Oh, and a little scraper. Doo, doo, doo. Love that. Oh, so chic. I'm obsessed. All right, so I guess this is going on my shelves. Whoopsies. Right? Because then also in this Get Lit Kit, hold up. Get Lit Kit. There is Her Highness. A lighter. Put your lighters up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I freaking love this. Get your Get Lit Kit from Her Highness. 
I will include all the links and everything in the show notes and on the blog. I don't know if any of you are blog readers, um, but there's multiple ways to consume all this content. Because um, as a digital entrepreneur, we never want to pigeonhole ourselves on one platform to diversify. Um, so yeah, I'll have links there. And then also, I wanted to, I haven't even talked about the Bravo and Blaze lighters that I gave out at BravoCon. I want to know who out there is listening or watching. If you have a Bravo and Blaze lighter, I would love it if you took a picture and sent it to me or tagged, posted it and tag. You don't even have to post it. You could just send it to me. I would be so grateful and I might have maybe a little goodie for you. Wink. Okay. So what are we doing today? Um, I just wanted to, oh, I went to, yes, 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 at some point. Also, don't forget for the holidays, I hate to remind people because I don't, I'm one of those people who doesn't like to be reminded, but you have to, especially, especially when you have four kids. I mean, I don't have like kids gifts on my shop, but I wanted to make sure that if you have a Bravo bestie or someone who just really appreciates some novelty Bravo merch, we have a ton at bravoandblaze.com and I'll put the links in there. Oh my gosh, my mouth is kind of dry. This is what I get for smoking before, right? Oops, I have to stop showing this logo. Okay. So we've been on a big break, but one thing, I mean, even though we were on a break, I still was not disconnected. If you follow my Instagram, you'll see I'm always updating my stories. And one common thing that kept coming up was this attack there was a feud, an online feud between myself and marathon runners. And let me explain. So Betches had a post up and it was like, it looked like it was going to be an inspiring reel, right? Like they had um, some woman like stretching and ready for a marathon. They're like, did you know 1% of people complete a marathon, blah, blah, blah. And then they interrupted it and someone goes, yeah, and 100% of them will never shut the hell up about it or whatever. I thought that was funny. I thought that was a funny reel, okay? So, and part of my <laughs> digital entrepreneurship, I guess, is like I intentionally make sure that I engage when I do have any kind of emotional reaction. Like, I truly thought that was funny. So I was like, I guess I kind of piled on because I was like, yeah, I will, I will never understand the need or desire to run for no reason. Meanwhile, let me just give you guys some history on my connection with running and marathon. So my whole life, I always respected anyone who ran. Like I was never a runner. Big boob girls, you know, like running just sucks for us, but it sucks for everybody. And nobody likes to run. And the only time I ever really tried to like get into a running routine was in like my late 20s. And I ran like a 10k before. And I've done all that. But my body was hurting. And like my body hurts now still, especially after having four pregnancies, your body is like getting all jacked up, your joints and everything. My hip clicks, just my right hip, not my left one. My hip clicks every time I walk. It's disgusting. So for me, Run, I had to come to the realization like running is not for me. And so I'm more of like a yoga person. But I always thought like marathon runners, Ironman people, like those, like what are uh, Spartan races, tough mutters, all that stuff, like salute, respect, you know, like I always thought I actually maybe put them on a pedestal <laughs> until this Betcher's post. And I said, you know, I will never understand the need or desire to run for no reason. Because I thought that was funny. Um, but then I started getting attacked by, I guess, marathon runners. 
So I was just like, at first I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't mean to like hurt their feelings. But like, but the ones who were responding were nasty and attacking me. And then they, I guess like, because they saw Bravo and Blaze or they went to my, my account or whatever, they started attacking me because of my cannabis use. And so I am here, I'm Bravo and Blaze to stand up for these situations. And I want to make sure that I talk about this because they called me a lazy sloth addict pothead and stoner. Okay. Which maybe all of those are true, (laughs) but how the hell did they know? And actually I'm not, I'm very productive. I'm very high functioning and performing you want to look at my resume and I have four kids. I take care of a whole family and myself. So I don't need, I don't even have time for a marathon. And like, then some of them were posting literally like marathon comments, like so absurd. that I'm like, do I really have to read this? But I felt like I had to stand my ground because hell no. Are you going to call me an addict on a public forum? And just get away with that. And I'll explain why. So I'm a medical marijuana patient. And I use medical marijuana for health benefits and my wellness. And I've been able to get off of prescription medications by slowly microdosing and weaning off my prescription medications at one point. And I have children. And in this country, because cannabis is federally illegal and because there's such a huge stigma against cannabis and I'm not even going to get into the topic of why we say cannabis over marijuana. If you want to check it out, go check out allegedly Bravo's podcast. We did a whole episode on it. Um, Love those two girls. They're amazing. Um, I'll put the the link. I have to remember all these links to put in. This is live. Okay. So, um, yeah. So to call someone an addict is very dangerous. And I'll tell you why. Because child protective services and agencies, they investigate people when there is an accusation of drugs. And so because we're going through this time of legislation reform, this term drug is not very clear. Like you could, I mean, what is a drug and like, what can you, and what is addiction really? And these are the things that we talk about. Um, I talked to Dr. Contessa Metcalf from Mary's Medicine on an episode that I released on Friday. We talk about, you know, addiction. What, what does that mean? I had an addiction specialist on my show, I think season two or three. And we talked about James, Um, Kennedy from Vanderpump Rules and, you know, whether or not he should quit weed or whatever. But um, essentially what I'm here to say because of this whole marathon runner thing is that it is not okay to call people drug addicts. Luckily, I live in a state in New York State where it is illegal for people to use for child protective services or agencies to use THC against parents as sole basis to take away their children. And so when I try to explain this to the marathon runners, one of them sent me like seven voicemails, okay? First of all, I don't like voicemails. I'm sorry, whoever's out there, if you sent me one, I probably listened to it anyways, but I'm telling you, I don't like voice messages because I need to able to see and go back to things. I can't keep all that in my head. But um, he was clearly not from the US. He had an accent. It sounded British to me. And I picked up on that because he kept calling me stupid. He's like, you're you're so stupid. And I'm like, why is he even calling me stupid? Why? I didn't even say anything about marathon runners. I didn't say anything bad about them. I just said, I don't understand it. Like, what is the big deal? And clearly these people were trolls and I fell for it. So shame on me. But I did disengage because I was like, 
He's like, why would your children get taken away? I'm like, literally people in this country get their children taken away for THC. So his ignorant Benjamin button ass, like the shawl would say. So can't get over that, by the way. Yeah, so I just want to make sure that I made it very clear um, what I do and don't stand for. Also, I did have another troll attack on a Brittany Griner um, post saying that she was being transferred to it, like the highest security prison because she brought a vape cartridge into the country, which she wasn't supposed to. I agree. Like, obviously, you have to face the consequences. Do I think she deserves nine years in in a high security prison for that? Hell no. And the responses I was getting, I just wrote like, this is insane. <laughs> I was just venting, right? And then people just went after me again. And they were like, she broke the law, blah, blah, blah. And I, I just didn't engage because I'm like, I don't have the energy for this. But then I was thinking about it, obviously, like in the shower. Like, oh, I should have said this. But I just want to point out that driving and texting or driving on the phone, I'll even go as far as saying driving and talking on the speaker phone may be more dangerous than what Brittany Griner did. And texting while driving is against the law. You get like a ticket or whatever, right? Do I think people should go to a high security prison for nine years for doing something like that? No. And I definitely don't think that she deserves that treatment either. Like, that's crazy. But I know there's more involved in it. I'm just, I'm just trying to make a change here, people, because we don't have to be so extreme. Like, people can use this as medicine and calling people addicts and just judging them right away is rude, but also not cool. And we're trying to be cool. Not like all, or not all like uncool. I always fuck it up. Anyways. All right. So I'm going to go into Bravo news. Yesterday, I totally forgot. I had it in my notes, but I meant to mention that Jen Shaw was caught on TMZ, I guess, fighting with someone. And they were like in a very loud verbal argument on the street somewhere. And I mean, that obviously got circulated pretty quickly. But I just, I don't know. I have so many mixed feelings on Jen Shaw because I've interacted with her before. And she's been nothing but nice to me. And like, obviously, I don't condone the crime that she has pled guilty to. So I'm conflicted. And with the timing of the filming and what we're watching now, it's just like, it's very, I don't know. It's very complicated. But I will tell my story of my interaction with Jen Shaw at BravoCon because I didn't get a chance to do my BravoCon video. And I want to make sure that I share these things. Um, because they were so good. At okay, so Friday night, I think I said this yesterday. I went, I was on shrooms. I took shrooms at Andy's Legends Ball, right? Because I was fully intending on going to bed after. I was like, the day is done. I did like so many things. What more could we do? But then um my buddies, Martini Spaghetti and Larry from Bravo by Gaze. They, we were hanging out after, and they're like, well, let's go, you know, um, to the end of it. And I was like, I feel like I should go to bed. And they, I really was going to go to bed, but they convinced me. And the cab ride was so long, but so fun because Larry and Eddie are so funny. And it was, that was actually one of my highlights of the whole BravoCon because um, we were like, we, had a, we were forced to sit down together and hang out. Everything else was like very chaotic. Like you see people nonstop and you're like, hey, hey, hey. So um, it was nice to be in the cab with them for like 40 minutes. Uh, we were just laughing the whole time. But we get there and don't forget, I was on shrooms, okay? 
and I was not expecting to be there. I walk in, I went, I am like so thirsty for water. Like I had dry mouth. And so I'm trying to get water or club soda and I turn around and Andy Cohen is right there. I was like, what is happening? Okay. When you're on shrooms, like things are intensified. So I was like, my emotions were just like, I don't know how to feel right now because this is kind of wild. Like I was not expecting to see Andy Cohen at all, let alone like literally we were standing like, like five feet from each other, face to face, eyes locked. And I just turned around <laughs> like an idiot. Um, Cause I am, but it was a great night. I, we see like everyone was there. It was overwhelming. I had to go outside and smoke a joint because I'm like, I need to just breathe. This is intense. Like all of the Salt Lake City people are there. All of Dubai is there. Uh, Southern Charm is there. Vanderpump Rules. It was a lot. It was a lot. And so I had seen Chanel Ayan. Like if you know me or have followed, like I love Chanel Ayan. Her story, I think I even have recaps on it on my YouTube if you go back. But um, her story in Real Housewives of Dubai season one, like really, really touched me. It was like, like I'll cry right now. I keep crying on this show. What the hell? But I get really upset thinking that, thinking about how female genital mutilation still exists in this world. Like that is just nuts to me. So I am on shrooms and I see her and like the idiot that I am, I went up to Chanel Ian and of course she was like, oh my God, yes, because she remembered me from Instagram like earlier when we took our picture and then I'm standing there again. And so we're talking and, and I lost it. I hate myself so much. I basically just, I started crying. I sob to Chanel Ian while she is looking stunning and like Eddie comes over thank god Eddie comes over because I'm like this is my friend Eddie and it was just so awkward because what do you do when someone's like crying like I didn't know how to stop crying and they're just like looking at me crying but thank god thank Mary Cosby because in walks Jen Shaw like I felt like I was living in a dream. Like I couldn't believe what was happening and I'm sweating just thinking about it. Cause I was sweating in the moment too. And I'm like, what is happening? So then thank God Jen walks in because she locks eyes with Chanel. I they're like, ah, ah, they, you know, are screaming. They get up and immediately just hug and start dancing together. And Jen had her big Gucci fur. And it was, again, it was like so hot in there. But somehow, even though Jen Shaw had sunglasses on, I we still, I'm telling you, maybe it was the shrooms, but we like locked eyes through her, her through her sunglasses. And I just put my arm out and she like threw her fur over my arm. And so I'm just standing there like with my jaw drop holding Jen Shaw's fur while she's dancing with Chanel Ian, And I have tears running down my face like an idiot. And I was just looking around like, what is happening? And then finally, when I realized what was happening, I, Jen had somebody with her who was obviously watching me with this fur. And I like, I was like, can I give this to you? So it's back, but <clears throat> yeah, this happened. I'm pretty sure. And so I think, I don't know. I think I like walked away because I'm like, this is too much. Um, Cause then Chanel, I also introduced me to Lisa Milan. I saw Caroline Brooks. Um, I was sitting next to Kenya more while I was sobbing and I didn't even look in her direction because I was like, <laughs> it was horrifying. Like I am horrifying. This is mortifying telling everyone but okay anyway so yeah that was okay I did see Jen Shaw again after that because I'm trying to stay focused on Jen Shaw um 
So then I'm sitting with Ariana from Vanderpump Rules and Bali from Family Karma and Jen Shaw walks by and that's when I introduced myself and we took a picture and I look ridiculous. It's somewhere on my account on Instagram, but I just like, I still can't believe that that happened. Anyways, okay, we're going to move on. <laughs> Shoot, I keep showing this logo. Okay, we are here. Actually, before I go into the blow deck stuff, one more thing. I've had some conflicting views on Luke and Ashley with Rob Bros. I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you guys know who they are. So Steel and Shooter from Rob Bros are convinced, well, at least Steel, is convinced that Luke, wait, I shouldn't tell. I want to know what you all think. Are Luke and Ashley in it for the long haul? Like, we got down to, like, we're going to go off of day one of BravoCon as day one of their relationship, just for the sake of this argument. And so if they're still dating in 365 days from then, that we're considering that long term. And I shouldn't say what I think, but I want to know every what everyone else thinks about Luke and Ashley. And then we'll see if, like, we should put a bet on it. Okay, for real now. We have actual things on the agenda. Okay, I'm going to go through Below Deck Med, Below Deck Adventure, and below deck the upcoming season. But also I'm going to touch on Real Girlfriends in Paris because you just need to. So I'll be honest with below deck in general. Like I'm kind of not feeling below deck these days. And I'll tell you why. And it's weird because I actually at one point was more into below deck than I was housewives. And it's totally change and I think it's because because they're staggering the the episodes with Peacock and Bravo it's confusing people even I remember last year before I even knew I didn't know that Peacock was releasing below deck med episodes like one week early so I was watching it on Bravo with everyone else and people were sending me spoilers like, oh, I can't believe that happened or whatever. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? So that was a bummer. And it was like, okay, now I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want anyone to spoil things for me. So that took away some of the fun. And then also, I really enjoyed live tweeting during Below Deck because especially during Captain Lee, Chef Rachel season, like with Eddie – they're just, that was a good crew and it was really fun to watch them. So we lost that and I'm just like over it now. And like below deck med this season, I'm glad it's over. It was like, I feel like I was in a toxic relationship. The whole Natasha and Dave thing was exhausting. Like I don't even want to talk about it because I'm already exhausted from them. Like, I'm kind of, ugh, I'm over it. And, like, apparently Natasha did, doesn't go to the reunion. I don't even know if I want to watch this reunion, to be honest. But she allegedly doesn't go to the reunion, which is weird. Like, what was the point? Also, do they get paid if they don't go? I want to know. Um, so, yeah, I don't even really have much else to say about it. Captain Sandy? No, thank you. I mean, I love Z. Oh, Courtney, I saw her at BravoCon and she was just like twerking everywhere. I, I didn't, I don't know, it's like hard to be honest, but um, but also Dave, he was very draining. Like it was, 
This is a lot. And Kyle, I really liked Kyle in the beginning. And I think if Kyle was on a different crew, I would have still liked him as much. But I lost a lot of the initial fun to Kyle because he got sucked into Natasha's toxicity. And I think it like that energy kind of like bled over to him. And it just wasn't fun to watch like two stink attitudes. And then like Natalia is just like annoyed, which I kind of get. I do feel like Natalia worked the hardest out of all the stews. I mean, I don't know, obviously wasn't there, but <laughs> I don't know. And then like the deck crew wasn't that strong either because Storm was a new bosun who had to step up because Reagan, like I am still in shock of the fact that Reagan was even a bosun. But then on top of that, I'm shocked that she shows up to the reunion. <laughs> That's awkward. And Reagan showed up, but not Natasha. Come on. Oh, Tina. I agree. They both turned petty against each other. They did, right? It was, like, not enjoyable. Ugh. Over below deck. I don't know if I'll watch the reunion. We'll see. I probably will. So below deck adventure. Oh, my God. Again, bravo. They're like, I don't know what they're doing to us, but I watched the season premiere of Below Deck Adventure like three times. And then they try to force it on us a fourth time before even showing the second episode. Like Taylor, Taylor Armstrong enough because what WTF, stop doing that to us. Not cool. So, but I do have feelings about the first episode already. So... I don't really know everyone's names yet. And that's the thing with Below Deck. I feel like there's so many of them and there's we're cycling through them so much that it's hard to remember everyone's names. Um, but Captain Carrie, he seems cool. Um, he seems like a mix between maybe Glenn and Jason. Like laid back like Glenn, but kind of fun like Jason, they're both Australian, right? Maybe that's why I think that, I don't know. Um, but Nathan, Nathan is one of the deckhands and he's from, I think he said the Bahamas and he's got like seven sisters or something like that, something crazy. And he helps take care of his family back home. And I just feel like he has a really good work ethic. And the way that he talked about his mother, like made me want to have a son. That's how sweet it was. Dina says, me too. I thought that was weird that Reagan was there and the chief stew wasn't. I'm thinking with all the backlash with Dave, she just wanted to nip it. But we'll blame Dave for not going. I love Nathan, says Dina. Yeah. I feel like Natasha is mostly to blame for this toxic boatmance that happened this season. Going back to med. Um, I like boatmances. I just don't like that one. I think that was probably the worst boatmance we've seen in a long time. And even more so than like Jenna and Adam on the season one of Below Deck Sailing. That was just gross. Um, who else? Ugh. There's a lot of bad ones, actually. <laughs> All right, Below Deck Adventure. Liking Captain Carrie. Want to see want to see this season. Like, I'm looking forward to the way he runs things because they're doing, like, extreme type of activities. And I'm not really into that. But I'll watch other people do it. Um, Faye is our chief stew. She was on Watch What Happens Live last night and, um, she seems okay. We need, I feel like we really need a strong chief stew, um, more than we need like a strong boat. I mean, we need, we need a strong bosun, obviously, who's going to handle all the deckhand stuff. But as far as personality, I think the chef and the chief, chief stew 
are probably the most important when it comes to personality and things like that. Um, Dina says there's a watch party in my town for adventure tonight at an Irish pub because Captain Kerry lives in my town. He'll be there tonight. I want to go, but I have to find someone to look after my boy at nine. Oh my gosh. What town is this? Dina, you have to tell us. Um, damn, I would go if I was nearby. Okay. So Chief Stew, she seems okay. I hope she comes out strong. I hope she's a repeat because we've had, we haven't had much luck with Chief Stews lately. So I'm looking forward to seeing Faye thrive. I'm rooting for Faye. And then the chef, what's her name? Her name is Jessica. I'm a little nervous of Jessica, but I'm here for a female chef all day, every day. Uh, chef Rachel Hargrove is probably my favorite chef ever. And her personality is a big part of that. But also, I think she really might be the best chef of any franchise or season. I'm saying it. I said it. Um, which I just got an idea. What if they had a below deck chef, below deck top chef? Oh, yeah. You're welcome, Bravo. You can send my check to the address on my website <laughs> or Venmo me or Cash App. Bravo and Blaze. So moving on, they'll probably make sports in now. but they probably will. Um, Oriana and Casey. So they worked together on a prior bow, and Oriana was the chief stew. Oriana is like, waving red flags all over the place for me. And I feel like she may be the most likely to become unhinged this season out of the interior crew. I love how I feel like I'm a yachty just from watching below deck. Like <laughs> just, you know, we know all the terminology now. And I have a boat daddy hat that I made, so you can go find that at bravoandblaze.com. We're going to plug it. But moving on, Lewis the Bosun. I am liking Lewis the Bosun. I think that he seems like a strong Bosun. He's giving me Eddie vibes without the creepy sexual misconduct side of Eddie. Um, so... Rooting for him as well, Lewis. Um, who else do we have? I think, shoot, I don't, I think the next guy, second from the left, I think his name is Michael. He's a deckhand. He, I think, was in the military or something. He's never been in, like, hospitality or, like, service. So he's very green in that manner. But he's also, he seems very disciplined, professional. I like him so far, and I'm rooting for him as well. Now, Kyle, on the other hand, I have a slight problem with Kyle. Kyle has so many red flags. Um, his disrespect, his, he's not, what is it, insubordinate? I don't know how to describe it. Like, he is kind of a brat. And I think already we're in episode two. Tonight is episode three. He may get fired already. And I kind of hope he does because his attitude is awful. Awful, awful, awful. What do you say? Like, does this look like a guy who gets a shit or whatever? Oops, I'm trying not to swear on this podcast anymore. Um, That was like alarming. And then he was like demanding to the boss and his boss that he take him on the tender or whatever, goes, or you better sleep with one eye open. And I feel like he was being serious. Like, I don't think he was being, like, cheeky or whatever. 
but let's see, Dina. Dina, what town is Captain Kerry going to be in tonight at the Irish pub? We need to know. Um, Dina also feels like a yachty, but never wants to clean. Yeah, I feel the most like a chief stew when I'm momming. If anyone wants to know what it's like to be a mom, just go be a chief stew. Not that I know what, what being a chief stew is like, but I what I imagine it is like is being a mom, pretty much. The chef Jess is going to be a pistol. She's going to be super moody. Yeah, I'm I'm sensing that too. And Kyle is just self-absorbed. Yeah, Kyle needs to go. I can't with him. What else? Did we miss anyone? Yeah, I think that's it. So, yeah, tonight is episode three on Bravo. Obviously, I'll be watching. Okay, before I move on to Real Girlfriends in Paris, um, I quickly saw the sneak peek and the first four minutes of Below Deck with Captain Lee, Chef Rachel, and Fraser as a chief stew. So Fraser, which I really, I want to say Fraser. Can I just say Fraser? Or is that rude? Is it Fraser? Anyways, he, I saw him at BravoCon. Um, I didn't get a chance to introduce myself. And actually, I think Kyle from Below Deck Med was there. I'm pretty sure I saw Kyle from Below Deck Med. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention from BravoCon, I accidentally walked in on Captain Jason going to the bathroom at the Gansevoort. Very awkward. Um, I was like, oh, my God. And I just, like, I had to pee, so I had to wait out there. But then I was like, oh, my gosh, I should take this opportunity to introduce myself. So I... Oh, my God. As I'm, like, telling all these stories of BravoCon, I sound like a crazy person. I think I am. Self-reflection. Um, yeah, so I, like, made him take my card. <laughs> oh, and another thing that happened that night, I think I was emotionally assaulted by Gary from Below Check, but then I think I got loud. And I, again, I was on the stream, so I wasn't really sure. And I was just like, I need to walk away. So I had a really awkward encounter with Gary from Below Deck as well. And then I saw him again, like, many, many times throughout BravoCon to the point where um, he was an SVIP on, like, the third day, I think. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go live now because Gary and I talked about him coming on the show, but then scheduling always, like, never worked out. And it was hard because he was in different time zones and stuff. So... I was like, Gary, we can just talk now. And then he got so weird. He was like, oh, you didn't warn me. I was like, I literally just told you and you came over. <laughs> so it was weird. And I'm just, I don't know if I can pursue Gary anymore <laughs> to have him on the show. But hopefully we'll see. Maybe someday he'll be on the show. Um. So yeah, Below Deck with Captain Lee is coming out. The premiere date is November 21st. And the new bosun they got actually kind of looks like Eddie. I wish I had the picture. I didn't know it was going to be up in time for this show. Otherwise, I would have the picture. But, yeah, he kind of looks like Eddie. And then, um, but he's, like, hooking up with people, I think. He's, like, kind of a little scandalous. I don't know. But, um, wait, what? Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Oh, that's too far for me to go tonight. Um, the first seven is out on YouTube. What? I love all the BravoCon stories. Gary is just a fanboyant <laughs> Like He's just corny. He does look like Eddie. It's the hair. Yeah, so maybe Captain Lee was like, oh, Eddie. And let's not forget that Eddie is the first one to coin boat daddy and that's where i got the idea for the boat daddy trucker hat again available in the chat but you can check out the sneak peek and the first four minutes out on bravo i'm gonna put the link in my show notes um but now i'm gonna move on to real girlfriends in paris and the reason why i am mentioning 
real girlfriends in Paris is because their season is done and they didn't have a reunion and I don't feel closure and the show is really good and I think it needs to come back, but we have no idea what's going on and we might have to make a petition or something. I need to know who out there has been watching Real Girlfriends in Paris, who watched it or is planning to. If you're planning to or like maybe you're thinking about it, go watch it. Hopefully, if the numbers are there enough, we'll get another season. I don't know how it works with Bravo, but I think they should bring bring it back. I want season two. Um, And I wanted to mention that I have a interview with Adjator from Real Girlfriends in Paris that I'm going to be releasing soon, hopefully tomorrow. If I get time, if my children support other women. But um, yeah, so it's not like a reunion because obviously we don't have all the girls there, but at least we get Aja and who knows, maybe this could prompt some more from them. I don't know. I just know that it was really good. I think that because they're younger, maybe like it's more exciting because like I kind of want to escape mom life. I don't really want to watch other people mom because like I'm momming all the time. So I want to watch like like I think that period of time between young adult to like real adult is very interesting because people go through so much during that time. You really find out like who you are, who are the people that you want to be around you? Where do you want to live? What kind of lifestyle do you want to have? It's like very, I don't know, like older coming to age, I guess. I don't know. But I'm going to hopefully get that episode out tomorrow because I'm not going to do a live tomorrow. Wednesdays are my full mom days because we can't get childcare because they keep telling us no. We don't have any space. It's a lot. It's all because of COVID too, by the way. Thanks for recovered. But anyways, um, if you have not watched the interview with Dr. Contessa Metcalf, MD, MSPH, ABPM, from Mary to Medicine. Make sure you go check that out. Uh, We talk about cannabis advocacy. We talk about being a doctor in a state where cannabis is illegal, but maybe, you know, you're not against it. Um, Check that out. Also, Winter House is coming up on Thursday. I'll probably mention this again on... Wait, yes, I'm going to go live on Thursday. So I will remind everyone on Thursday, but I have an episode with Jason Cameron from before he filmed this season that we're watching on Winter House. And so this week, Lindsay comes into the house and they haven't talked about their miscarriage yet. And Jason and I, we touched on it lightly in my episode, but I'll put the link in my show notes and go check that out. Make sure you subscribe and turn on notifications to my channel. I'm going live every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. But the audio will also be pushed out to podcast platforms such as Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. And don't forget to check out the Bravo and Blaze merch shop that little banner right there so cute there's a lot going on for live shows by the way one was wondering but yeah and also don't forget send a picture of your bravo and blaze lighters let's see please